It's me, your fellow coffee lover. Are you guys tired of the same old bland coffee that leaves you feeling jittery and gives you a stomach ache? Or maybe you always are reaching for those high sugar, fructose, whatever, 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 like red five energy drinks every single day. Honestly, I used to be that girl, but I've really switched all of my like energy drink to coffee drinking and specifically life boost because it's the world's purest single origin low acid coffee. Life Boost is not only that, but it's also ethically sourced from the beautiful mountains of Nicaragua, free from pesticides and grown in the shade, preserving the environment. When you choose Life Boost, you're supporting local farmers and their families, ensuring they get fair wages. It's coffee with a conscience. Life Boost has my favorite flavor coffee and sometimes it honestly can be a really hard choice in which one I want to order or buy but here's the thing. Life Boost have you, has you covered with their seasonal sip club. So if you sign up today for the seasonal sip club, Life Boost will send you some of their hottest fall flavors. <laughs> Get it? Hottest because it's coffee. But you can do an iced too, I guess. Whatever. Uh, like apple streusel or amaretto or Vermont maple cream to make your breezy season warm and snuggly. So picture a chilly fall morning and you're just like wrapped up in a snuggly blanket with some fuzzy socks while the colorful leaves kind of fall around and you're sipping your coffee and it's as if you just bit into a gingerbread cookie, like warm, spicy, and so comforting. That's what you could have with the seasonal sip club. Or you know what? Start your own seasonal sip club and just like randomly pick a bunch of flavors. And that's also fun. It's kind of like a grab bag. But for someone like me who cannot make a decision, this is ideal. So if you're wanting to order some coffee, whether it's chosen by Life Boost or yourself, you can save yourself 30% with our code of UNMASKEDPOD. That's U-N-M-A-S-K-E-D-P-O-D to save yourself 30%. In a world of ordinary, it's time to unmask the extraordinary with Unmasked the Podcast. With host, Brandon Zimmerman. Welcome to Unmasked the Podcast. I feel like everybody knows me. Just about everything about me. Eye candy of the night, 100%. <laughs> Sarah Zimmerman. I want to be on the back end of RTV and just like, Right. I saw Amanda Nunez and I'm pretty sure I fell in love with her. I want to just be her. It's time to unmask your true potential. All right. Welcome to Unmasked the Podcast. We are back with another storytelling session. Is that the net, is that the title? Is it just story time, storytelling <laughs> it's session? Storytelling session. I don't know. Like I was playing around with the idea of like history of sports, 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 sports. and then maybe like a there are sports. All right. What's your story? I'm excited. Same. Okay. So how are we? How are we setting this up? How are we starting? Okay. So I'm gonna tell you the story of this one guy. So, so. This one guy. This one guy is his name Peter. Peter. What? No, his name is Edward Payson Weston. Okay. And Edward, Eddie. To, to me, he was basically, in my opinion, he kind of started the craze for ultramarathons. Oh, interesting. And The uh, ultramarathon, so that's a craze? People are fucking crazy now. They're doing 100-mile runs. Okay, people have always been crazy, but yes. We okay. have a friend who does 100-mile runs. Yeah? So. Yeah, she's badass. Shout out to Kate. <laughs> um, so, 
This guy was born March 15th, 1839. Okay, last time we did this, you said you were going to take the time machine. Yeah, so hop on in. <laughs> All right. Hop in the, yeah. What are we going to call our time machine? <laughs> timey. Old timey. Old timey. Get in the old timey. <laughs> hop in the old timey and go with me and we'll... Well, we're going to go to the past. So Edward, he was famously called the pedestrian because he didn't run the places. He walked hundreds of miles. I'm not running. I'm walking. I was walking. <laughs> uh, so how it all kind of started was the 1860 presidential election, and it started with a bet. Who was in the presidential election of uh, 1860? Abraham Lincoln and some loser. What? Wow. Not kind. <laughs> well, he didn't win. So, okay, but it's still fun to know. It looks like after I did some deep dive research. <laughs> <laughs> a Google search. Um, it says the American presidential election held on November 6th in which Republican Abraham Lincoln defeated. Did I spoil your story? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody knows that Abraham. I just said he bet against Lincoln oh, right. and he okay. lost the bet. Southern Democrat John C. Breckinridge. Breckinridge. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the better whose candidate lost was to walk from Boston, Massachusetts to Washington to see the inauguration. How many, how far is that? 478 miles. Bitch, please. I do that in a day. So from February 22nd to March 4th, that's a total of 10 days and 10 hours it took this motherfucker to walk there. Oh, so he did it? He walked, yeah. Wait, so let me get this story straight. He decided to bet his bestie, okay? A bet that says, I'm going to bet you what? That President Lincoln isn't going to win? Correct. He bet against him. Okay, okay. And this guy was like, dude, this guy has a fucking top hat. He's definitely going to win. Look at how tall he is. Ain't nobody going to bet against this dude. And then his friend was like, spit, and then shook his hand. And then they were like, wait, wait, wait. We got to have something to bet on. And so he unspit his hand, and then he was like, what do you want to bet? And he was like, a million dollars. And he was like, no one has that. And he goes, okay, I bet. What? That the loser has to walk from Boston all the way to Washington okay. to see the inauguration to of the president. see the inauguration. That's kind of a dope-ass bet, though. It's a pretty fucking cool thing. Okay, what's the most wild bet you've ever done? Because you're not a gambling person. I don't bet. Wow, live a little. How about, I bet you, if you finish this story and it gets 100 likes, I will get a tattoo on my ass cheek. Of what? President Lincoln. Of President Lincoln. <laughs> It'll say, top that, because he's got a top hat on it. Top, top that, top We well, didn't shake on it. Continue your story. Okay, so- the entire walk obviously wasn't like the nicest walk. He he faced rain, lots of mud, snow. So, do you know the path that he took? Like he went from you said Washington. No, he went from Boston, Massachusetts, Boston. So Boston south to Washington because it's in Vermont area. Correct. It's technically its own thing. Yes. That's so crazy. Yeah. Okay, okay. 478 fucking miles. Just crazy. So the most he slept the entire time was like six hours. The entire time? Almost 10 and a half days. Okay. And he only slept six hours? The most he slept uninterrupted was six hours. Oh. And he ate while he walked. Well, fucking duh. That's yeah. just 
logic. Okay, who doesn't eat? What else is he going to do? Freaking play Ace of Base? Maybe. On his Walkman? Yeah, he had a Walkman. In, he, in no, 18th. he didn't. Don't yeah. lie to the people. Exactly. <laughs> so, Do you think he whistled? Uh, he probably had to do something to keep his mind busy. I mean, he was walking for 10 straight days. That's a lot of straight days. Yeah. So I'm going to walk for 10 gay days. You're welcome. Maybe you will. I will. So he got there around 5 p.m. Did he, he miss the inauguration? No, he made the, he went to the inaugural ball. Ta-da! Oh, shit! So he went there. He got there and went to the fucking ball. Did... <laughs> I wouldn't even want to fucking dance. Well, he fucking... Well, maybe he didn't dance, but he showed up. He like, just collapsed. He might have just sat down and said, I'm going to take a break right here, and it happened to be the ball. Did people know that he was doing this? Well, listen, for his trouble, uh, he got a whole bag of peanuts. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Is he an elephant? I, I think so. Well, listen, so he got a handshake from Lincoln, because Lincoln knew apparently knew who he was. I don't know if he just showed up and said, hey, I just walked from Boston. I bet against you. Okay, let's just pause there. That's actually Lincoln's number one problem. His security fucking sucked, okay? People just be walking out of the fucking wilderness and shaking the man's hand. Well, obviously, yeah. And, you know, his secret service wasn't like, um, wild man on the loose, quick, 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 well, at the president's six. Like, we know, get him? We know back then the exactly. security was not the same as it obviously. is now, obviously. So, Trash. Yeah, he got a handshake from Lincoln and a newspaper coverage that inspired him to do more walks. So doing this just like lit a fire under his ass. Oh, he loved it so much. He was like, that was quite a refreshing moment. It. He probably got just 10 straight days to himself just walking. That's true. I don't know. He was like, I don't have anybody bugging me. My little wife and kids are at home. That loser I bet against is gone. Yeah. I mean, it's just me against the wilderness. So- he did a lot more walks after this. In 1867, he walked from Portland, Maine to Chicago, Illinois, covering 1,200 miles. And shoes back then weren't even, like, that exciting. Yeah, they probably weren't great. And Do you he, think he walked in a suit? I don't know. He might have. I they mean, don't have, like, athleisure. No, they didn't have Under Armour. But he did this <laughs> in 26 days, and he won 10 grand. He won 10 grand? Wait, back then, 10 grand or, like, back today? Back then, 10 grand. How much is that today? So that today is $207,965.54. The 54 cents is what got me. That's 10 grand then, yeah. 10 so, grand and 54 cents. Of course, with great feats become the haters. People were talking shit because he got death threats, death threats from gamblers because people bet against him. Oh. So when he does all these fucking things to spite people and they lose money, problems. So they bet against him and he was even attacked once because his security wasn't great either. Okay. Let's let's go back into our time machine and go back there and then we'll tell them, hey, your security sucks. So he gave a lot of lectures to crowds, some of which he did when he was fucking walking about the health benefits of walking. He became a big advocate for just putting one foot in front of the other and, and going places. He got bit by the bug. He realized I he liked not. it so much, and he just kept fucking moving. So he lost some multi-day races here and there. He was the first person to walk 500 miles in six days in Newark, New Jersey, and won his first six-day race in history in 1875. He ended up in England where he challenged English race walking champion to a 24-hour, 115-mile ultramarathon. Wait, repeat that. What? He challenged England's race walking champion 
They have a race walking champion. Uh, they did at that time. Have you ever seen a speed walker walk? Uh, yeah, I've seen some of it. It's like this. Yeah. It's really impressive because they have a whole like gait that is not natural to the walking. Like I, that's not how I walk. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting. Well, it's different. It's a different sport, different way to do stuff, I guess. So. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so he challenged that champion to 24-hour, 115-mile ultra marathon. 115 fucking miles in 24 hours. We don't go that in the, like, I mean, maybe in a week's time. I don't know how many miles we drive. How many do, do we drive? Yeah, and like in a uh, week's time. I don't know. That's so, information that I don't ever compute. But 115 miles. Because it makes miles, me sad because then I have to calculate how much stress I'm putting on my car and, and how much gas I'm paying for. Okay, so, so Weston did 109 and a half miles in 24 hours while the Englishman quit after 14 hours and 65.6 hours or miles. So, and also at the same point though, he got some backlash for that too because this guy is getting all kinds of backlash for what though? He chewed on a coke relief the entire time, and to me, oh. it was the first. It was the first PED controversy. If you ask me, okay, okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. So this guy was fucking doing cocaine or speed, I guess, the entire time, and. That is a doping foul if I have ever heard one. I don't know if there's rules in this race. There apparently there wasn't. And but people were talking shit. Yeah, I would have been pissed. Especially <laughs> if that poor Englander came over and was not chewing speed. So Dang. Yeah, PEDs, bruh. <laughs> Dang. In eighteen seventy nine he won the Ashley belt. In the 550-mile match that he did in 141 hours and 44 minutes. So what's the Ashley belt? It's something he fucking won because I don't what? think they have it anymore. It's just a belt that some hot chick named Ashley gives you, and she's, like, showing mad ankle and a little bit of collarbone. That, that might have been it, actually. I think he's holding the belt with her collarbone sticking in his face. Whoa. He better calm down. That's some hoish behavior. So, um, in my eyes, though, because he's, he's he'd done a few more races after that, the most uh, impressive thing I think he did was in March of 1884 was when he did the temperance walk of 5,000 miles in 100 days. 5,000 miles in 100 days. How many miles is that per day? Well, let's see. 50 miles a day. Yeah. So, six days a week, he walked. That's crazy. For 100 fucking days. That's so crazy. Right? It's... Yeah, I guess the, the human body. Every time you say the word walk, Penny looks at you and Honey looks at you. Oh. So in April 1906, he walked from Philadelphia to New York in less than 24 hours. And in 1907, he repeated his first ever feat from Maine to Chicago and beat his own time by over 24 hours. Is there anything that like shows him taught, like any quotes that he said that were like inspiring for him? Like, why is he doing this? Just he loved walking? I think it's the cocoa leaves. <laughs> okay <laughs> but people do cocoa leaves and they do other things like ragers and parties and well, stuff like that he was a health advocate for walking so he did not like cars oh he thinks cars are the devil basically he pretty much said i think cars are making us lazy huh he thinks we're getting too sedentary and we're just sitting and, and we're using cars to go he everywhere. is probably rolling over, walking over in his grave right That's now. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, 
it's like, well, these kids these days, they do this, that, and the other. You know, he was like the old man of that generation. Yeah. Saying, well, we should be doing this. And back in my day, we used to swing hammers instead of having nail guns and this, that, and the, you know what I'm saying? And in those days, Nichols had pictures of bumblebees on them. This shit like that, as, as, as society tends to get more innovative, we get things that, I guess, kind of, I mean, I don't know, make us lazier. Yeah. But also, society moves faster, and we get things to enhance that, like cars, planes, things Trains, like that. Automobiles. Yes, all those things. Yeah. The last of his life, he was basically a big health and fitness advocate. He didn't have Instagram, but he, he did lectures and things like that. <laughs> he didn't have Instagram back then? And he what was urging others to take up walking. Because like I said, he he thought that cars were making people lazy and sedentary. So, here's the fucked up part. Because cars were part of his demise. Oh, no. So, no, don't tell me. In 1927, no. listen, he got hit by a New York City taxi cab. No. Hey, I'm walking here. Yeah. Hey, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. He couldn't walk again. Oh, my God. His legs got cut off? Well, he got hit so badly, he was basically paralyzed. Oh, no. So he couldn't walk. The cars came back for him. It's like they predict AI is coming for us. You are terminated. Wow. And two years later, Edward died in his sleep. I bet so, he's walking somewhere. Yeah. So, now. But think about this, though. He was born in 18, what did I say, 1839? Sure. That sounds like a fun year for him. And he him. died in 1929, so he was 90. So he got hit by this car at 88. Wow. Yeah, his legs didn't stand a fucking chance. No. What's the furthest you've ever walked or ran? That I've ever walked? Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the first thing that comes to mind is when we went to Brown County and we hiked 16 miles that day. Okay, every time you tell this story, you attack on another mile. It was 16. It was 15 or 14. I think it was 16. <laughs> then we regardless, had a walking taco. Regardless. That what was did the, he eat this whole time? It didn't besides say Besides Coke? Ate. Besides cocoa leaves? What else do you need? <laughs> this is true. Okay. Point. If I'm being honest. Point set. And then he got hit by a whole ass taxi. A fucking taxi cab. Paralyzed him. So not only did he say, cars are the devil, but the car said, you know what? You're never going to do what you love again. They sure did. They came for him hard. They, they did not need to do that. So that's mean. They fucked this man up. Nah. I guess is. But yeah, that was at 88. So he lived a pretty long Could life. Could you imagine? I want to know where his grave is. Could you imagine if like they built a parking garage over his grave? Like... <laughs> Leave this man alone, America. Leave this man alone. But he was, he, well, he died in New York, so. Probably. <laughs> they probably put a fucking. He's pissed. Empire I bet State he just walked away. He was like, fuck this place, and then just walked somewhere else. Yeah, he might have, I don't know. So, cool. Well, okay, what, you said you're not a betting man, but if you were to bet a walk, what would be, like, the bet that you would have to, like, like, what's a bet that you would take or, like, what would I have to offer you to go across the United States to walk? It, I'd have to walk. I'd have to take time off work, so I'd have to get paid. Okay. You're thinking about this way too logically. What's something that I could be like, I'll give you such and such? What's the, what's the amount of money that you would have to go? Jeez. Well, if I were to walk across the United States? Yeah. What's my time frame? 
I'll give you a month. A month to make it across the United States? Yeah, bitch. A month. I would need, like... Well, see, he made $10,000 for that one show... That was two hundred something thousand dollars. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say five hundred grand. Five hundred grand? Yeah. You lowballed the shit out of yourself. I'd be like, give me a trillion dollars. I'm gonna make a new. I need new a number, number that up. doesn't exist for me yeah. to do this. <laughs> no, I would be like, all right, bet I'll do it. I need preparation time. I need unlimited supplies of granola bars, unlimited supplies of water. A dog who will also walk with me. And I can trade out dogs because I don't want to wear them out. I need a freaking Sony Walkman. And I need Ira Glass Podcast. And let's go. I don't want to be alone with my thoughts. It's scary in there. So it helps when other people are there. I gotcha. To drown out. There'll be people following you with cameras and stuff. I don't want that. I don't need that. Okay. I just need my Walkman. Well, and yeah, they gotta make sure you're not cheating. Books on tape, bruh. Books on tape. Books yeah. on Walkman. I would do it for a petroleum dollars. You're welcome. Let's go. I think 500 grand was okay. <laughs> a million. Let's go a million. Fuck okay. A million One dollar prize. Million dollars. A million dollar prize. All right. I think that's good. Um. Where would you want to walk? If you could walk somewhere, if you didn't have like a job or whatever, and you were like, I'm just going to take a walk, where would you want to walk to? What do you think would be a nice like walk? If, so starting point is Indianapolis? Uh, starting point is your butt. <laughs> um, Yeah, starting point is wherever. I'd be like, I'm going to walk from A to B. Mm. That's a good, good question. I really want to do the Pacific Coast Trail. Like, I really want to do that. I heard it's beautiful. I would also like to do the Appalachian, 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 Appalachian Trail. Um, I would really love to do that. I hiked part of it when I was really young um, because I was forced to by my fucking parents. <laughs> I was so angry when I was in sixth grade. But, yeah, I mean, I think that would be a cool spot to see. Yeah, I think anywhere I could do like a like a big long trail somewhere. I don't know. If I could camp and stuff like that, that'd be kinda cool, I think. Name four things that you would take on your hike. Go. Four things I'd take on my now. hike. Can I get the word no, out? No, go, 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 go. I Quick. I, I I'm dead. I can't can't get the word out. <laughs> uh I would definitely take I mean I'd have to have water. Does water count as one of my things? Yes. Uh water. My phone for podcast, <laughs> a book, and I'd have to have some kind of a food supply. A refrigerator. Just an entire refrigerator on wheels? Fridge yeah. on wheels? Yeah. I would actually have um, like a capsule core capsule of Whole Foods. Yeah. Can, and we, can we get a capsule core? I literally asked you, I said, what would you take? And you just sat there and said... Well, I need. Well, you didn't a... say it had to be real, or we could make up stuff. So that, there were no rules. Come on, think outside the capsule. Um, yeah, cool story, bro. Thanks, bro. I'm excited to tell you my next story. Yeah, I like our story time. Story time with good, excellent. With good, excellent. Excellent. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening. Like, share, and subscribe. I got a new way to.